Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Today we're going to uh, really kind of take a step a little bit deeper from uh, last podcast where we talked about uh, our, our businesses and whether or not we have a relational type business or a transactional type business. And uh, today I'm going to take a step uh, deeper and talk a little bit about the five mutuals for uh, effective business relationship, the five mutuals for effective business relationships. And I think this will make a little bit more sense as we, as we kind of work through this. A lot of this stemmed uh, from some events that happened inside of my business this past week. Uh, I'm recording, as I sit here, it's a Monday afternoon as I record, and actually it was a week ago today, uh, both Monday and Tuesday of last week, uh, it kind of just, a couple situations really kind of came to a head and really kind of been working through some difficult relationships, uh, some difficult situations that we've had in our business. I, I mentioned one of them uh, last week in uh, in the podcast, uh, and uh, this particular one, uh, once again, it was, a, it was a relationship that uh, really kind of had ca- uh, caused a little bit, uh, some difficulties uh, in some some complication for us and and some difficult decisions had to be made and I really uh, and it kind of um, I, don't, I don't like uh, losing clients I don't like when we have to disengage from a client or a, a client uh, has to um, uh, decide to uh, move on and work with someone else and and whenever those types of situations happen I really kind of uh, try to take a step back and really take, try to make a determination of uh, what mistakes were made uh, where did where did we fail as a business? Where did I fail as a business owner uh, in not uh, making sure that we delivered the best service to this client to make sure that it wasn't a, a good relationship and why wasn't a good relationship? Why wasn't it a good relationship? And what could I have done? What could we have done uh, in inside the business to have made this a a better working relationship? And uh, as I began to uh, take a step back and really kind of analyze the situation, I began to uh, jot some notes down uh, over over the past week. And uh, I, I was actually planning on talking about a different topic, actually tax-related today, but we'll, we'll push that down uh, and do that in another week or two. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about the five mutuals uh, for us to have effective business relationships. And this isn't necessarily uh, just uh, for those of us as uh, uh, working maybe in the B2B or B2C space uh, with whether or not it's, a, it's a, a customer, a consumer, or with another business. Business, uh, but also I think uh, these principles can also apply uh, to our people inside of our business as well. For those that we have to, uh, we get to work with on a day by day basis. I know uh, at uh, my accounting firm, I get to work with some of the best people, uh, and I, I think a lot of that's because uh, they're people that we've hired and had the opportunity to cultivate. And I love the fact that I get to work with them. We have a lot of fun in the office. We work very hard, uh, but uh, there there's some reasons why I think that it works, and I also think that there's reasons why when uh, things don't work that I can look back to some of these and say this is the reason why a particular business relationship did not work. First of all, um, I'm going to talk about mutual core values. Now, when I say mutual core values, it's more of a commonality of core values. Of course, we go through and we begin to uh, analyze a relationship, whether it's we're going to bring on a client, whether or not we're going to bring on an employee, or if it gets to the point where we may have to let someone go, maybe inside the business, or maybe stop working with a, with a client, maybe it's a vendor, maybe if we're a real estate investor, maybe it's with a lender or vice versa, uh, it'd be a situation to, uh, was there a misalignment uh, of, of core values? But there really does need to be a, 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 a commonality of uh, purposes, a commonality of values, uh, it really as it relates to a, a manner of operating and relating to each other. So if there's a core value misalignment, I, one of ours in, uh, in, at the accounting firm level, and, and it, as it really should be on the business level, is that of integrity. 
So if we're working with someone and, and they simply uh, just don't want to be forthright, don't want to uh, pro, uh, be absolutely uh, clear and transparent uh, to, uh, to their numbers, for example, we're not going to be able to, uh, to serve them well. This can put a lot of risk on us. That's not going to be a, a good working relationship. Okay, that's going to be a misalignment of, of core values. But it can, it can uh, go way beyond that as well. It could be a commonality of purpose. Uh, so if we're working with someone that just greed is there, uh, they're just simply wanting to buy more, they're looking for the next yacht, the next house, whatever the case may be, uh, we're not going to align with them very well either uh, because uh, uh, our purpose uh, will not align with that. We aren't necessarily as concerned about profit. We're not necessarily as concerned. Um, of course, we're concerned about profit. We want to have a profitable business, but we aren't as concerned about uh, you know buying the next big thing uh, either at the business level or at the individual level. There are certain specific things that we want to do uh, to make an impact. So if there's a, a misalignment of core values, that business relationship uh, is not going to be effective. It's not going to work. So number one, uh, uh, mutual uh, core values or commonality in core values. Number two, there has to be a mutual respect. Uh, I have a, um, uh, a, a, a plumber as a, as a client. His name is Steve. <clears throat> he may actually uh, listen to this. I guess we'll find out uh, whether or not I get a text from him if he does listen to this. But, uh, but Steve is a, is a plumber, and he's also a firefighter, and he's one of the, just a, one of the hardest working and, and nicest uh, human beings that I know. Now, he's come over to my house quite a few times to fix some plumbing issue in, in the house. He replaced hot water heaters. He's replaced um, uh, some uh, water, filtrate, water softener systems and some other issues that we've had in the house. And when he comes over to the house, I don't stand there and tell him how to do plumbing. You know why? I don't know how to do plumbing. I can replace the toilet. I can, you know, I can fix some valves, that, you know, that type of thing. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, replace a pipe. But that's about the extent of what I can do. Okay. And um, so when he comes over to the house, that is his expertise. That is his skill set. And I have absolute respect for him because he's put in the work. He knows what he's doing. And uh, you know what? I hired him to do a job, and I, I pretty much let him do, I let him do his work. And uh, there's, I have absolute respect for him. Now, I also happen to be his accountant. And uh, he usually comes into the office, and, and we'll sit down, and uh, we'll chat. We'll kind of go through what's going on in the business, and, and uh, we'll, we'll um, uh, generate a tax return on the back end. That's the deliverable. is also uh, hopefully to provide a little bit of direction inside the business. And guess what? In, in that situation, the roles are reversed. Okay, when he comes in, he's hired us uh, for our expertise. And so he's not going to sit there and, and, and tell me this, this is what needs to happen. Okay, there, there is a definite mutual respect for each other's skill set. And I think that really needs to, uh, to, to be in play with whomever we work with. When I uh, bring team members on, okay, I, have, uh, I try to have absolute respect to their skill set. What is their background? What can they do? What do they do well? Uh, maybe what are some areas that uh, maybe they need some help in? Okay, but that's always a baseline of respect in those relationships. When a relationship, a business relationship, uh, when respect is lost, and I think this is also true in a personal relationship, but when a respect is lost in any sort of relationship, um, then I, that relationship's going to go downhill and it can turn toxic very quickly. I look back at some of the relationships that uh, in business that have kind of turned toxic in the business relationship, and uh, and I can look and see that you know what there were instances there were uh, there there were glimpses that I should have seen earlier and have stepped away from this relationship. And then the alternative, uh, when uh, the, there's been situation to where some of that's been uh, been thrown toward us, and uh, and I and I've kind of taken a look and said you know what I should have done things differently. In a, in a situation that we've had recently, uh, I actually had to mention this uh, to a uh, to a former client of ours, 
And I actually had a team member, it was the greatest relief to them once we disengaged from that client because that relationship had turned toxic. Why did that relationship turn toxic? Because there was a lack of respect. And uh, when, uh, bottom line, there might have been an alignment of some core values. I don't know. I really didn't uh, get deep into that conversation with them. We didn't have them long enough. Okay, but there, there was definitely not a, a good working relationship, and I needed to I needed to stop it quickly before it turned out it, it turned into a disastrous uh, uh, business relationship. So uh, there uh, there needs to be a, an alignment of core values, a commonality of core values. There needs to be mutual respect. Number three, there needs to be mutual listening. Uh, there needs to be mutual listening. So both parties listening to each other. And uh, both parties to let the other uh, finish thoughts. Uh, and, I, and I'm not very good at this. And, uh, you know, kind of learning how to listen sometimes is a, is a skill set that has to be, uh, needs to be worked on. It needs to be worked on daily. It has to be purposeful. Uh, sometimes when you're working with people, you're like, I know the answer. You're frustrated. You're trying to get things done. Uh, but to kind of take a step back, uh, to let them finish their thoughts, find out uh, where are they going, what do they mean by this, what direction uh, are, are, are you trying to go. Okay, so um, both parties let the other ones finish, let them complete thoughts. Uh, to really to kind of listen to understand, not to react or respond. Okay, so am I truly understanding what's going on here? If I, if I can listen to understand, if I try to put myself uh, in, in their shoes, uh, so to speak, uh, that's going to allow me to, uh, to really kind of lead with compassion, lead with empathy, lead with, with understanding, and or at least to try to understand where they're coming from. And if I can kind of put myself where they're at, then I might be able to, and I probably will be able to deliver a better product, a better service. If I'm dealing with a team member, I might be able to understand a little bit more of what they're going through. And uh, how, how as a business owner, can I, uh, how can I help them, okay, and, uh, and, and vice versa. And so if we're trying to explain a situation to a client, are they willing to listen or are they trying to cut us off and say, you know what, well, that's not right. I read this somewhere, okay, and it kind of goes back to the respect issue, but, but also a, a kind of a listening issue, okay. Um, and uh, so there needs to be kind of that listening that goes both ways. Number four, um, the mutual agreement. So there has to be a, a complete understanding on the front end of what are those deliverables, uh, what is the what is the service that uh, that we are providing, and uh, and there needs to be uh, a, a specificity as to um, uh, exactly what is the deliverable and what are the expectations going both ways. So this is what we are going to provide, and this is what we expect from you. Okay, as a business owner, of course, we expect payment. We expect uh, you know for, for them to do what they said that they were going to do, and we and we should uh, far surpass as a business owner, as the business, uh, well beyond what the customer is expecting. Always to be exceeding and delivering value, uh, but those those expectations really should be set at first. If those expectations are are not understood on the front end, uh, there's going to be a lot of disagreement that goes uh, that goes down the road. And I've seen this uh, many times as it relates to uh, customers that maybe go into business with someone. There might be a partnership. Uh, and uh, there, there, was a, there was kind of a, they would go into something and saying, okay, well, you know what, this is a great deal. We're going to make this happen and we're going to, this is going to become very profitable for us. But they didn't take the time to make sure that there was an understanding as to what is the agreement. Because most of the time there are issues in relationships. Things don't generally in business go as they are, uh, as you plan them to. And so there really does need to be uh, kind of those, uh, those agreements that are drafted and an absolute understanding, having that conversation of uh, what, what is expected in this relationship. And then lastly, a mutual understanding. Uh, there is no such thing as a perfect relationship, okay? Uh, but there, so there has to be a mutual understanding, a willingness to work together through difficulties to achieve success. Uh, for um, for the, our best clients, Okay, and, and the clients that we work uh, most effectively with, uh, it, there is a, it's really a two-way street. They want us to succeed, and we want to see them succeed. 
And uh, when, when both parties have a, uh, have a mutual understanding and have a mutual desire uh, for the other to succeed and really kind of achieve a, a win-win in, uh, in, in as many situations as possible, that relationship is going to work. It's going to be an effective business relationship. And so there needs to be really a willingness to work together through difficulties to achieve success. Because uh, there are times that uh, there's, uh, there may be a, a, a lack of clarity, a lack of understanding, a difficulty, and, and so you begin to kind of work through issues. Of course, kind of goes back to that respect, uh, respecting of skill set, kind of uh, giving it the benefit of the doubt. Because ultimately, we know that uh, we are looking out for, for them. Uh, we want them to succeed. And also, in the alternative, uh, likewise, uh, we, they also want us to succeed. And so if we have these five areas in a, in a business relationship, whether we're talking about with a, with a customer or client, uh, we're talking about with, a, um, with someone who uh, works uh, for us, maybe a business partner, maybe as, as a lender, whatever the case may be, if these five uh, areas are covered, we're going to have very f- effective business relationships. Is there a commonality uh, of core values? Is there respect? Uh, do both parties listen effectively? Do they communicate effectively? Okay, I'm going to talk about listening, talk about communication. Uh, is there an understanding of how we're going to communicate? And uh, when, is, when is it appropriate for a phone call? There's times, even this morning, I shot an email over, uh, uh, got an email from a client, something needed to be handled on the phone. I shot an email back, give me a call at your convenience, provided my phone number. You know why? Because uh, I knew that there was going to be a lack of understanding and we weren't going to uh, listen effectively if we were going to either going back and forth on a phone call or over text. So uh, a commonality of core values, a respect, a, a mutual listening and understanding of, of uh, what communication looks like, uh, mutual agreement, and then lastly, a mutual understanding, a desire uh, for, uh, for success both for both parties that are involved. Hopefully this particular podcast brought you value. This is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.